Hey now, happy, happy vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast where I believe in spreading killer vibes that light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. I'm your host, Alicia, and every week I am bringing you the sacred space, which is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes. Let's get to it. I'm really excited because today we're doing something a little bit different that we call the unhappy hour. And it's a business strategy, um, maybe mastermind type of thing. And it's unhappy because my business um, colleagues and my listeners send in questions about challenges that they're having in their own businesses. So this is a really great way for you guys to listen to some of those questions that they've sent in and then some strategies or clarities um, for you guys to have success. We are super excited because we're joined by my brand manager, Jennifer Lopez, and she's just as fabulous as the other Jennifer Lopez, who's dating Ben Affleck again, by the way. Let's have a little chisme after this, right? Because I can't, I mean, they're the most gorgeous couple ever, Ben Affleck. I was just so happy when I saw it. And I'm like, yes. I love it. I want, I want to see that again. I don't know why it's probably a hot mess, but I want to see it. I want to see them together. And she's going to be reading the questions out for us. So let's get started. We're so excited. All right, Alicia. So the first listener's question is, I'm having a challenge between separating business with my personal life. Now I have a newborn. I feel like I'm mixing everything. I'm struggling with how to separate and have more work-life balance. Yeah, work-life balance is one of those things that's a myth. Like, it doesn't really exist. Either you balance one and then the other one goes to the wayside or the other one, you know, it's just that kind of thing. Like, it's really, really hard. But you have a question about family and separating your your family because I know from um, from the question as well that you work with your family. Um our listener, this is just part of the question that she has. She works with family and she feels like she's mixing too much. Um, so she's got business partners, which are her mom and her sister. I'm uh, not her, her sister, her brother. Um, she's just got a new baby. So we wanted to see, you know, what are the roles? And if you have roles in this and who cuts the check, because the person who cuts the check ultimately has the last um, say in the business negotiations and the business um, invoicing and all of that. So first and foremost, make sure you have a clear handle of the roles and reach out to the family and set up some time to have a really clear conversation about who is doing what, what are the roles and responsibilities Make sure that when it comes to the decisions that one of those, one of you guys, which is probably you since you're the one that cuts the checks at the end, is the one that's making the ultimate decision. And if any executive decisions have to be made, that that's, you know, you and you're doing that. Um, the roles and the responsibilities have to be super clear because if not, you're going to have a lot of overlap and people doing the same thing two or three times. And that's not efficient. That's not a good business model. So when you have that conversation with your family or when you have that conversation with whoever is working in your business, be sure to be very clear on your expectations and don't hesitate to do it. Have the conversation as difficult as it may be as it may be, you're going to have more headaches if you don't have a really clear um, set of expectations for everyone who, who helps you and supports the business. I know that um, you should have a checklist. I know that the checklist is something that's very important and that you share that checklist with everybody. Um, you know, sometimes 
you feel like you are organized and you feel like you have it all together, but a good checklist that everybody can go through and check off is super good. That's a good business, a little business um, tip for you guys to have. Make out that list. Get comfortable with giving orders. Be comfortable with giving people assignments. Um, you cannot uh, hesitate, even though if it, even though it's family. If it's your business, do not hesitate to be very clear and giving those, um, I guess, uh, whatever you you're working on, whatever expectations you're giving out, whatever roles and responsibilities, um, and make sure that that's very clear for everyone and maybe review it with them. So go over the checklist with everybody. I would say before you do anything, and I know she's an event planner, so she definitely needs to have all of her ducks in order before every event to make sure everybody knows what they're doing for that day of. Um, also be very clear with your parents. I mean, she, she did say that she does pay her mom. Um, because she does want to compensate her. So be sure that you're clear with that. And um, definitely talk about the roles with her. If you need somebody to help you, you know, and be kind of a mediator between you and your family, maybe hire an assistant that can work with you. And that person can also be the one that um, gives, you know, gives, gives you guys sort of a perspective that's an outside perspective that's not inside the family because that can get a little tricky you know some people can be a little emotional when it comes to family you know they always say don't mix family with business and I think that's a that's a good way to do it unless everyone in the family has very clear um, expectations and visions of what they want for the business that's uh so yeah that's a really um good way for you to Keep that separate and to balance it. Again, you have a newborn, so give yourself some grace. Um, give yourself some time to recoup and also self-care. Don't hesitate to ask for help. I think as a new mom, and I was a new mom um, 18 years ago, I hesitated to ask anybody for help. But, you know, for me, my mother-in-law came in, you know, super handy. And, um, you know, she lived very close to me, so that made made it so much easier for me for me to be able to get out and work and she knew how work was so important to me and so the people around you know how important your business is don't hesitate to ask for help don't hesitate to to even bring your baby along sometimes I had to take my kids along wherever I was going and so that's just part of the process and working moms are doing it all the time and and, and if you need to you know just make sure you ask and get dad involved if he's involved get him involved if he's not involved get somebody else to just jump in and help you out but um i think we struggle with a lot of that when we're new at it we, we don't want to seem like we're not taking care of the kid but honestly if you have a business and it's thriving and it's doing well definitely find a tribe of people around you that can help you out all right well that was amazing alicia we have another listener question she says i'm a teacher by day radio show host saying interview people and i also do business highlights how do i take this passion into something to get paid i feel like i'm on i'm on my own i'm talkative i can go on with a script and without the script okay that's a really good question because you know she's very open very talkative you know she does tell me that her passion is to is to connect people. And so her passion is connect. Her passion is to move, you know, things forward, you know, getting groups together, doing networking. She's the social butterfly and she loves it. And she's also so good at TikTok and all the social media. So she wants to know where she can take that passion. I know her, I recommended to her that she proceed and maybe think about um, becoming a publicist. 
somebody that promotes other people and it's a publicist, somebody that can, you know, say, hey, I know somebody who's great for this. Let me tell you a little bit more about them. Um, definitely find a way to to get those connections and, you know, to 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 find a way for you to utilize those connections and to utilize your network and connect people that way. Um, I know that she's a teacher by day, so I definitely would say keep your day job. It's going to help you fund your dream job. And I heard this from another person that's on my it's one of my guests, Carla. She said before she opened her gallery, she saved up enough money at her at her financial job to be able to to fund her dream job. So as you're doing that process, start creating proposals, maybe go and um, do a little research, maybe do a little Google search on what do those proposals look like for publicists, for people who do PR, public relations see how much they charge and maybe calculate a little bit from there, but definitely start thinking about what kind of publicist do you want to be? Um, you know, whenever you're meeting with people and connecting, say, Hey, I'm pursuing, you know, public relations. Would you be interested in having a publicist and move on from there? Like, and how do you, if you coordinate and you love to coordinate and you like to do the stories and you like to share people's stories, continue doing that. Like that's something that's going to just take you from one client to the next. And once one person sees how you're successful at getting that one person, maybe a magazine feature, maybe getting a photo shoot, you know, maybe doing the Houston Chronicle or getting maybe your client on a podcast, that sort of thing. They're going to start to see that there's success behind it. And they're all actually, you're going to be selling their story and their story is the, is the one you need to sell. You know, I feel like if, if, if the universe has been telling you for a while that this is what you want to do and it's something that you go to sleep at night thinking about and wake up thinking about, it's something you definitely need to pursue. You cannot, you know, wait any longer. She's a teacher. So if, you know, the summertime is coming and you have more time during, that's a great time for you to focus your energies on creating a business proposal, uh, maybe working a small business plan thinking about uh, writing a, a list of people that you might want to be a public relations person for, a publicist for, and, you know, start looking at who is your dream client and make a list of them uh, and make it local. And then maybe add a few people that would be like your ideal client that you would be like, oh my God, if I could just represent that person, I would just be in heaven. So think about that and think about um, setting up your website. If you have a website, create an agreement, maybe something on PayPal where you can also send an invoice that way with agreement so that people can sign off on it. Uh, PayPal has that feature where you can invoice, but it also has a feature where you can attach contracts and attach agreements. That works out really well. Um, I know of another publicist. Her name is Bianca Bucaram, and she's a fantastic publicist and so I you know I, I recommend that you know if you know somebody who's out there that's doing what you're doing to check them out see what they're doing um, give it a look go in through their websites go to their social medias and see how they do things and what what they do to accomplish the work that they do I would say also do a podcast because, you know, in podcasts, we share stories a lot. So it would be a great way for you to also be able to to share your clients on your podcast, share their stories, uh, maybe amplify voices. I know that you're really, really big on politics and big on um, activism. So look for ways to amplify the voices of those politicians, maybe 
other moms who are doing things and maybe want to pivot kind of like you. Uh, yeah. So that's something that you definitely want to uh, look into definitely create a resume for yourself or maybe create a, a media page so that people know who you are and maybe some of the connections that you have and just start off slow um, one client will lead to another client and don't get into your feelings if you don't get any replies uh, business is, is is a lot of mind and a lot a lot less you know emotion so you know, ask, ask away and don't uh, hesitate. Sometimes you think you might be asking the wrong person and that person might be leading you to someone else. So don't stop and make that, make it happen. Don't overthink it and just do it. <laughs> well, that's amazing, amazing, amazing resources. One last question from one of our listeners. My challenge is social media. I haven't posted in so long. My problem is I can't figure it out in aesthetic. I'm trying to figure it out what to post, taking photos and captions. Yeah, and this is one that get oh my gosh, I get so many questions from listeners on social media. Like everybody is (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you love doing it. (laughs) I'm a little too old for social media. But anyhow, my you know, it's a challenge for a lot of us who just didn't grow up with um, social media. A lot of the younger people did. So, you know, her thing is how do I figure out an aesthetic? An aesthetic is what your brand message looks like. What is your branding? What is um, when someone, you know, sees my my podcast uh, Instagram, people will see, you know, that there's uh, colors that are court- that are the same colors that I use all the time, the same type of fonts, the same illustrations. I like to keep it super consistent that way. So one of the things that I did recommend was to definitely narrow down two things um, that she might want to post. For example, since I know that she's a makeup artist and a hairstylist, and I know this listener is, is to do before and afters. Before and afters are so popular. People love them. So, you know, and for your captions, you know, just to add maybe a little bit about that client that you're working with, tag them. And that, that gives them, and you know, they love it. People love it when we, when we tag them on social media, because we're sharing them with everyone else and our followers love that. So definitely do before and afters, especially of the makeup, because her makeup is amazing and fantastic. And she does great work, but she needs to show people what it looked like before and after, you know, like, you know, when people do like house renovations, like, oh my gosh, I, when I post those on my social media, people love, oh my God, you did a good job. Yeah, exactly. So another recommendation is to maybe get a Canva account. A Canva account is a great way for you to start working with colors. I would say pick maybe four or five. Hmm, I guess maybe three to start with, but you can definitely three, four, three to five. I would say get the code for the brand colors. They're called hex numbers. And those are just the same number to use that color the, the entire time. And Canva allows you to save it and have it ready to go whenever you're ready to create more graphics. It allows you to upload photos. Um, Definitely professional photos is big for the the aesthetic. Really make the photos look amazing. Get a lot of really good light in there, Um, especially if you're working with women. Light is super important because light just makes us look younger. So, hello, who doesn't want to look younger? (laughs) So... Uh, if you do mobile, because I know you're mobile, definitely promote that. It's something that you can add in your bio. A lot of people don't put their 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 
you know, their services on their bio. They just put one or two things. And being mobile is super big now with COVID. A lot of people still do not feel comfortable going into a salon. So doing a mobile post, showing how you're, you know, hey, you're traveling. You've got your 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 makeup kit and you're exactly. going in a car. see that in the bio so the mm-hmm. customer can know what they're searching for. Exactly. So definitely add your experience in the bio. The bio needs to be really good. Add a hashtag that you're using and that can make you stand out and start using hashtags that are, you know, very popular in your field. But, you know, um, one thing I definitely say um, is, you know, they say, well, how, you know, how should I do a grid? How should I do photos? Should I do quotes? I would say just to start off, and this is something I do for my podcast is I do a photo and then I do like a graphic. And something in color it could be an illustration or it could be something from canva another photo and then a graphic like i like to do one and one one and one just because it really helps me to just stay um, consistent and it's an easy consistent way for us to be able to do things if you don't know how to do graphics i would say hire somebody who knows how to do graphics for you tell them what your brand tell them your colors they can create some really great things for you i know that jennifer does some really beautiful graphics for me she'll do my invitations and she knows my colors she knows my aesthetic she knows what i like and so that's something that you can definitely hire somebody to do for you i mean you don't have to do all of this yourself especially if it's something you're not really comfortable with or something you don't really like um for captions you know definitely uh, I get inspiration for captions for from sometimes from Pinterest, sometimes from other Instagram accounts. It's okay for someone else to do it for you. You don't have to do it all. Just give them good directions on how you want it to look. And if and if they don't they don't do it the way you want to do it the first time, it's fine. Give them more instruction. Maybe they need a little bit more help and more instruction on what you really like. I'm very picky in the way I like my things, but Jennifer has gotten used to it now. She knows exactly <laughs> that, that I'm going to be picky, so she's going to make it work for me because that's just how it is. But um, no, no, no. I mean, you don't have to be like that. You don't have to be like me, but um, definitely give them some good, some good ideas of what you're looking for. And um, if you see somebody on Instagram that also does does it well and does it the way you like, and maybe she's another hair and makeup artist, be inspired by them. See what they do. That it looks so good and looks amazing. What people are responding to, they have a lot of engagement and just you know. I wouldn't say copy, copy, because it's not a copy. You're a different person. I would say be inspired. Maybe look at it as a way for you to say, hmm, I like what they're doing. Let me see it. Let me see if I can do it for myself. If some people are just more comfortable doing stories, Jennifer, like some people just don't like just doing them. And that's really unusual because it's so much easier for somebody to just post a picture. But some people really love talking, you know? I believe that if, if that's the case, then also put it as a real reels are now the new thing so if you're not comfortable with pictures right um you can post it as your story and then post it as a reel yeah and sometimes they don't want to be in the photos they don't have to be in the pictures just ask permission from your clients say can i can i post your picture you know a lot of people don't think about asking permission from clients or asking permission before they post a picture on instagram and that's just common courtesy guys i see a lot of people like taking photos from others don't do that Create your own original photos. Take your own pictures. Um, get some good light. Hire a photographer if you need a photographer. There's a lot of photographers out there that do so many great things. Or at least give the credit. Yeah, yeah. or give the credit. Exactly. Give them the credit as well. Um, stories are great. You know, you mentioned reels. 
And and I just want to mention this because I feel like it's such a big thing in social media is don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Yes. Everybody has a different process. Everybody has a different budget. Some people can afford to hire and some people can't. Mm-hmm. And some people will do amazing work by themselves. There's a ton, ton, tons of bloggers and influencers that do gorgeous work yeah. all on their own. They do. It's better to be inspired by staying your own lane. Right. Right. And if you have loyal customers, ask them for reviews, ask them you know, to, to share you with everybody else. They can be a part of your um, aesthetic. They can be a part of your um, social media. Yeah, give them that ability and, and give yourself, you know, uh, a break on it. You know, even if you post just once a day, that's fine. You know, don't feel pressure to do, you know, one post and then one story, one post and then one story. Like, I, I see people doing way too much. And that can also be saturating you know, your, your feed and saturating your, your brand. So you don't want to do that. Just be very, you know, deliberate about what you do and intentional and keep that in mind. Um, and then, you know, start small, don't, don't overwhelm yourself, but definitely push yourself to do it. Get yourself out there. She does amazing work and I wish more people would see it. Um, but it's just a matter of just getting her just more comfortable with creating that aesthetic and, you know, doing it that way. So, guys, if you like what you heard, I host an unhappy hour once a month, and it's a free. It's a free class. It's a free workshop. It's about two. Not even a workshop. It's a mastermind, and it lasts about two hours. And it's once a month, and it's on on um, on Thursday, and it's at my office. So, if you ever want to participate or be a part of it, or maybe just want to talk to me one on one, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me at my podcast Instagram at Vibes by Alicia. You can also find me at the boutique at Thinking underscore boutique or at my personal account as well. Think underscore chick and i would love to hear from you guys and if you've got any more questions send them in you can always dm them to me just like these ladies did and these listeners did it's not it's going to be something that we're going to be doing in a pretty frequent way and this is the first only the first one so it's coming more of these are coming for you guys and if you got good value out of it i would love for you to post a review i and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Jennifer, for all your help. I mean, I can't do any of this without you and being such an amazing, amazing brand manager for me. So guys, let's just continue to share all the positive vibes. See you next time. 